Hey everybody, welcome to the Bringing It Home podcast, a podcast where we unpack God's wisdom and grace that encourages us as leaders of our own homes to be the best parents that we are called to be. I'm Andrew Brazil. And I'm Allison Carr. And we're excited to bring Jesus home to you. Today we're going to jump right into our topic, which is all about prayer. Um, we often use prayer as a last shot, a last uh, strategy when we're in distress, but uh, prayer is it's our lifeline. It's literally our connection, our connection to God to speak directly to him, our first line of defense. Yeah, so often we treat it, I think, uh, as something, prayer is something so much less than it really is. When we recognize who God is and what he's really offering us through this gift of prayer, I think it, it forces a change of perspective. And we know that God hears all prayer. Uh, prayer is a conversation, right? And so we know that he's on his end listening. It's a gift. So there's def- definitely something happening on our side, though, right? We know that God is participating in this conversation, um, and yet we're on the other line of that. So so there are some ways that I think we tend to, I don't know, maybe misuse prayer a little bit. Um, you know, when, when we recognize what's actually going on, I think maybe we, we lose sight of that. Um, we're going to talk some some positives. We're going to talk some negatives just to get those uh, get get our heads flowing on this. So some things that I think we might be in the bad habit of doing, and I know I'm guilty of this one, using prayer as a punishment. Uh, so especially in the classroom, parents, maybe you're the same way. Um, whoever the last kid talking is gets to be the person to pray, and, and it's a little bit of a call out, right? Like, hey, stop talking. You get to pray now. Prayer is not a punishment. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. Knock that off. Uh, also, in the middle of prayer, calling people out. You know, if only you know Johnny would just behave a little bit better. You know, as a of, petition. Yeah, yeah. Embarrassing him, calling him out. That's maybe we're losing sight of what we're doing there. Yeah, I think sometimes prayer uh, we use as a just a checklist, something that we just need to get done. We need to rush through just so that we can say we did it when when really we want to value that time when we talk about. Uh, being in relationship with God, like communication is such a valuable, important tool in our relationships with other people. And it's the same way with God. We really want to be in constant conversation with him. And it's not a put something on, putting a time limit on it, but rather just really spending that time to dive deep and, and have an authentic conversation with him, but also taking time to listen, like a two-way conversation. Um, And then sometimes uh, we use prayer kind of like a wish list or... um, kind of the magic genie, rub the bottle, um, here are my three demands. Um, mm. And yes, God certainly hears our prayers and, and we want to give him our petitions, um, but it's so much more beyond just throwing out our desires and just our desires that are, um, I think a lot of times we think of it in physical desires. I know yeah. with working, especially with children, yep. for me, asking kids prayers, it's always Kind of like the Christmas wish list of these are the things I want, yep. um, but wanting to move past and, and have a deeper, fuller prayer life uh, with God. Yeah, kind of tying in with that, I, I'm calling this one obligation prayer. Um, we see this sometimes at the start of meetings, at the end of meetings, at the, the start of you know different things where it's like, all right, we're starting. That means we have to open in prayer. Let's just say a quick little something here. Well... It's good to, to have a routine of getting into prayer, but but really recognizing that even that prayer, you're speaking with God. We shouldn't be using prayer just as an as an opening intro few words or a closing thought. This is actually us talking to God. So yes, take that time at the beginning of meetings, at the closing of, of anything, um, but recognize what you're doing in there. And that's really, that's really what this is all about. God hears us regardless. He's just that great no matter how we're praying there. But... Let's slide into some healthy prayer habits. So, healthy prayer, 
moving our heart away from those attitudes and how, how we just talked about and into how Jesus taught us. So when we look into God's word, obviously there are tons of scriptures about prayer, uh, examples of how people pray. Jesus himself taught us, um, especially using the Lord's Prayer as a, as a format, a, a first, a good first uh, introduction or uh, to ways that we can pray. Uh, but First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, it says this, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually. Mm. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So praying continually. Like, we kind of touched on that. It's not just being uh, when things are rough, when things are rocky, but really in all things. Whether it's good, the bad, the ugly, God wants to hear it. God wants to hear our heart, um, everything that's going on in our lives. And then uh, Philippians 4, verses 6, of course, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So God wants to hear it. God wants to hear from you, his children. He wants to be in that relationship with you in conversation. So take it to God. Take everything to him. Yeah, I've got, I've got one here that I, I love. This is from Psalm 107. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves and the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and he brought them to their desired haven. What I'm hearing in this is just that God answers prayer, right? When we are in that distress, we go to God knowing that he can handle it. He can take care of whatever our situation is. It's in his hands. Um, Matthew 21, 22 says this, And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Again, uh, our God wants us to have this conversation with him, knowing that he has the power to to intervene and, and uh, act on our behalf. And this is one that sticks out to me. This is Mark 9, 29. Uh, this is, I'll give some context, but this is what it says. And, and Jesus said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Jesus is talking about demons right now. So in this situation, the disciples couldn't get the demon to leave um, this kid, but Jesus casts him out. And the disciples asked why they couldn't cast the demon out. And Jesus said, you needed to pray. That's the only way. The power of prayer is there. The only way to get this demon to leave was through prayer. That speaks to the power that's in prayer. That's the only way. There are things in this world that we cannot handle, folks. Mm. We need God. We need those prayers to him to help him uh, so that he can intervene for us. I think this is such a perfect time. You know, as we're recording this, the debates were last night. We're obviously in this season of of uh, politic, political hot topics. Mm. And again, this is a time that uh, we always need prayer. And, and especially during now, we need it more than ever. And just wanting, again, that building that relationship that we have with God and and, and having the faith that the things that we're, we're laying before him that he has an answer for, whether it's yes, no, maybe, not now, whatever it is, God, God answers all those prayers. It's so powerful that there's not a petition that we take to him that he doesn't address, Yeah, which is so great to, such a comfort to think of. Yeah. Um, I know when I'm in prayer too, we know that he hears those, but it's also just a reminder of me that I can't handle this on my own. Oh, absolutely. So, so stop trying, Andrew. Like, like you need God, let him handle this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let's get practical. Uh, we know prayer is good, but how do we do it then? Um, we're hearing all these scriptures that there's power in it, that he answers prayer, that he wants us to be there, to be in there continually, but how do we do that? Uh, if you're not in the habit already, especially like out loud with your family, it can be an uncomfortable thing, I think. I, I think if, if 
the first time that, that you're praying out loud with your kids and your kids are 14, 15 years old, it can get a little awkward sometimes. So let's talk about how to get started. First off, we know that Jesus valued prayer. Mm. And I think that one of the, the habits that he was in was he retreated to quiet places uh, to have a little solitude in prayer, to get rid of the distractions. He loved his disciples. He loved his friends. But he said, I just need to, I need a moment with my father right now. Um, if he had a cell phone, he would have turned the cell phone off. You know, he would have turned the TV off. He would have uh, maybe grabbed his Bible and, and went to his room for for a little bit just to spend some time with God. And so if, if you're not in the habit of prayer right now, I'll look for intentional alone time to spend with God. Especially as parents. I think we need that. I think as a new mom, there's always so many things that I feel like either I'm doing horribly wrong or just needing encouragement or a boost and just finding that time to retreat to not only as a mom take a second to myself, but also then looking back to my maker and, and just looking to be refreshed in him through prayer and, and getting that support from him. Um, as we also talk about prayer, you know, sometimes at Trinity we we use different uh, acronyms that we use Helpful, for yeah, prayer. Helpful, yeah, just things to help us, yeah. Um, so one that we use a lot um, is Acts prayer. So Acts, uh, so A, starting for adoration, just really calling out to God and just sharing who he is, reminding ourselves and just barely speaking that truth and that God, you are mighty, you are good, you are the maker of the universe. Um, so C in Acts being confessed, we're just wanting to um, lay before him what is in us, um, not what is ought to be in us. I love that's a C.S. Lewis quote, but laying before him what actually is happening, what we have done, not the perfect person we <laughs> maybe put on the facade that we are. Yeah. So confess is C. He knows anyway. He already, he he already knows. He's, you're not hiding anything from you. That's that's why he went on the cross for us. Absolutely. So that's good, confessing those sins. Uh, and then T, Thanksgiving. Uh, just have gratitude changes our hearts. It just does. Um, allowing us to remember that, that God has done so much for us and just showing that uh, the faithfulness that he has given and that the faithfulness that he is in all types of trouble in good and bad. So just thanking him for the blessings that he has given us. And then finally us in acts uh, being supplication. So giving God, sending God um, our requests, giving him um, the things that we're struggling with or the things that we could just use a boost or need need that help or his assurance. Um, just giving those supplications, those requests uh, for him. So that's one acronym that you could use to kind of help guide your prayer time. Um, acts. Adore, acts. confess, thanksgiving, and supplications or requests. I like that. You talked. You talked. What we were when we were talking about this. Um, you talked about a hand one. Do you remember anything about that? Oh. Uh, Let's come back to yes. I it's. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, because that one that one stuck with me, and I thought that's so neat. Because I mean, I always have my hand on my body, you know. Right. And so, so especially as I was thinking, um, just uh, with little kids. So, so parents with little kids. I mean, you know how tactile your kids are, and how much they learn from pointing and prodding and and stuff like that. And so, uh, this uh, type of prayer is 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 a good one. Uh, to be teaching your kids too, I think. Yeah. So uh, as we talk about that prayer, so each finger on your hand um, represents just a kind of a different portion to pray for. So, um, so we have your thumb. So your thumb is the the finger that's closest to you. Um, so for that, you want to pray for those who are close to you, your loved ones, your family, mom and dad, all of those that are kind of in your immediate family. Um, your pointer finger. Um, that is a finger that's usually used for instruction. 
So mm. when we think about our pointer finger, we want to think of like our teachers, uh, law enforcement, those who instruct, those who um, lead, teach, kind of that, that pointing motion, those mm. who would be teaching in that way. Um, and even those to also who are healing. So we think of doctors yeah. and nurses and yeah. prayers. Um, our middle finger, um, <laughs> I didn't write this, but our middle finger uh, represents, uh, so like government. Um, it's the tallest. It's the, the tallest. tallest of the fingers, so it's above everything else. Absolutely. That's a much better way to look at it. So our, <laughs> our middle finger representing our, our officials, those who are in charge, whether or not you agree with their stances, we just want to lift up our leaders. Those, those with authority over us. Absolutely. Yep. We want to lift them up and, and pray for that God intervenes and, and also that they're hopefully looking to him as that. So then our ring finger um, is for those who are weak those who are suffering it's the weakest of all of our fingers you try to grab something don't yeah. use your don't use your ring finger it ain't gonna hold on <laughs> yeah the so the sick the hurting the least the lost um so making a point to pray for them and then finally our pinky um is so some people say it's like for myself right that's me um presenting our petitions to him um but also is can just be that of praise um, and thanks um, to god so that's one way that especially with kids i think is great as we hit each finger on our hand just i'm gonna walk through people. it again mm-hmm. our thumb is those closest to me it's closest to my body mm-hmm. pointer finger is those who instruct others mm-hmm. uh, teachers um, police and such Middle finger being the tallest is uh, the authorities over us. Mm-hmm. Ring finger being the weakest is those who are weaker in need. Mm-hmm. Then the pinky is for me. It's for praise. Um, it's right there on me. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. That's a great tool for families. And then uh, just other ways that you can be in prayer with your kids. Um, I think if you if you aren't in the habit, a great place to start is praying at mealtime. Um praying. I think sometimes we, uh, I don't know that a lot of families do this. I don't have a son that goes to school right now, but I love the thought of just praying in the car on the way to school. Just another good time to start the day. Um, another great way to pray with families, um, is popcorn prayers. So a popcorn prayer is something that you could do if your prayer as a family, if you wanted to all sit down together at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, whatever it is that you find to sit down and that mom or dad that you open with prayer, just start uh, opening the conversation. And then you can have an object where it's like a ball and you can just couch gen- pillow, couch, cool, couch pillow is good where you can just gently toss it to somebody else in the circle and when it's their turn and then they get to pray and i know from working with kids that if you ask kids to pray or if i ask for volunteers at kids connection there are always kids who are stretching out of their seats wanting to leave Mm -hmm. and that's such a cool thing as an adult to see kids just hungering wanting to wanting to pray so give your kids the opportunity whether it's it doesn't have to be a long prayer but give them the opportunity to lay their request to god down as a family they can they can speak where they're at in their conversation with god it's not it's going to sound different than you because they talk different than you and their conversation is different than you but Mm -hmm. it's a good thing yeah um, I think uh, another uh, good habit to get into is if, if you are already uncomfortable with this and, and it's something that is a bit of a stretch, I encourage you to dive right into that discomfort then and not to uh, not to 
feel yourself getting stagnant and, and embarrassed or, or get locked into a scripted prayer. Scripted prayers are good. Come Lord Jesus, be our guest type prayers are, are really good to get that conversation going. But I encourage you dive right in. Just start that conversation with God and it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Um, it, because if it's something you haven't done in a while, it's almost like making small talk with a friend that you haven't seen in a long time. Mm. Um, but you want that relationship to flourish, that conversation needs to happen. Yeah, prayer is just such, it's such a heart thing. And so it's just really laying our hearts out to Jesus. And if that can, <laughs> sometimes that's messy and doesn't look great, but kids just see and model everything that we do. So we really want to just be modeling prayer and prayer life and, and what that looks like for our kids. Yeah, and, and so with that, with kids seeing and modeling everything you do, that means that we are encouraging you parents also uh even when you're not around your kids, you're in the kitchen, your kids are out playing or whatever, take some time to pray. Let your kids see you pray. Um, and they'll recognize that, hey, my, my mom, my dad thinks that this is an important thing. They see this as a an important thing in their life. They're going to start to reflect that in their own lives. They see you, uh, they recognize what you're doing, and they're going to start to do that as well. So that's our encouragement for you today. Allison, do you have any last thoughts? Yeah, so as we're as we're closing, um, we've kind of talked about what like what prayer is, but just to close, we want to give you just a list of things that you can be praying for your children. Mm. So not necessarily together, but as a parent, wanting to just really lift up our kids in prayer. I love the movie War Room as it just talks about prayer being a weapon because it is. You know, we have Satan is real and, and he is at work against us at all times and, and using prayer as a weapon, a line of defense, especially for our kids. So as we close this podcast, I want to give you a list of things that you can specifically be praying for your kids. So for your kids, you can pray that they will enjoy their God-given life, that they will learn and grow, that they'll have God's wisdom to handle life's challenges because we know they're, they're going to happen. Uh, that we can pray that they pursue a personal relationship with God, that they learn from their mistakes. We can also pray that God will guide them, that God will help them love who he has created them to be, and that God, uh, his glory will permeate in their lives, that it will just flow out of everything that they're doing. And finally, praying for your kid for their future. This may sound weird, but praying for their future spouse, uh, praying for their current and future teachers, uh, praying for their, their friends, their, their bosses, and their safety. So just, you know, every night before you go to prayer, just go to bed. Make sure that we are just lifting our kids up uh, for their future, the life yeah. that God has given them. And, and we don't, we don't, we're not saying, you know, you know who your kid is going to marry, so start praying for that, that boy or girl. No, we're saying, Lord, if you're blessing my child with a spouse someday, just be with them right now. Help them in their life. Guide them to make the right choices. Guide them to um, just be in a healthy relationship with you also. Mm-hmm. And so you don't know their names. That's okay. God does, and God knows who that future person is. So just lifting them up in prayer as well. Absolutely. So we just, like I said, we just want to encourage um, all of you as, as parents to just, if you don't have a vibrant prayer life right now, that's that's okay. We want to encourage you, though, to just make little adjustments, to start being more active in prayer. Because like we said, it is a relationship, and, and that's such uh, an important thing that we, as, as believers and as children of God, that as we're in relationship with Him, that we want to be in communication with Him. Um, and through that, we have prayer to go directly to Him. Um, so... We pray that this podcast was a blessing to you, that, that uh, if you need any uh, help or tips, we, we are always here to give you encouragement and different ways that you can be lifting up your families 
in prayer. Um, but yeah. before we go, also, I want to mention Trinity has a prayer wall oh, yeah, um, yeah, on yeah. our website. So if you have a prayer request, then you want uh, you want some other people just praying, lifting up uh, your petitions, what, what your needs. Um, if you go to trinityutica.com slash prayer, you can submit prayer requests. And you can actually do them anonymously, too. So you can share who it, who it is or you can share them anonymously. But we'd also love to be praying for you in that way as well. Yeah, and I hope you guys hear. We're not trying to guilt you into prayer. We're not trying to make you feel pressure. I hope you you just hear and recognize what a blessing, what a gift, what a power there is in prayer. Um, it's an awesome opportunity for us. So uh, we take that opportunity knowing that it's given from our God uh, who's capable of all things. So it's an awesome thing for us. So with that said, let's go ahead and close in prayer today. Um, I'll go ahead and close us. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for... I just thank you for Allison, um, who's who's here to support me, who's here to, to help us raise these kids up here at Trinity. I ask that you continue to bless us. I ask that you continue to bless Trinity and you continue to bless the families uh, who are listening as they raise their kids up uh, to know more about you. Be with us, guide us, and uh, make yourself known to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys all for joining us this episode of our podcast, and we will see you all next time. Bye-bye.